Welcome everyone. We're about to begin Bas Sashem BPJ number eleven. That's Bice Panimi Joint Share number eleven. We're talking about four habits of joy-filled marriages. And we're going to start today habit number three, which is appreciating daily. And in many ways, even though we talk a lot about how complicated sometimes the marriage dynamic could be, but there are many aspects of marriage. The more Yesaidistika foundational aspects of marriage that make marriages good is very uncomplicated and very simple. And it basically boils down to a big concept that when appreciation levels are high, then your marriage becomes more filled with simcha. And when resentment replaces appreciation, then the marriage feels like a burden. This is because the most two most powerful forces for either building simcha or missing out on simcha is appreciation and resentment. Appreciation attracts and appreciation builds marriages. Resentment repels. In a science aspect, this is true also when stu- there's science of the study of the brain, that appreciation builds a joy bond connection in the brain, while resentment builds fear bonds in the brain. And appreciation is a great way to fill up that simcha, which builds up our emotional capacity that ultimately will enhance our marriages. It is brought down... There was a study in Indiana University that began with 43 people. They were all engaged in counseling for anxiety and depression. They took those 43 people, and 22 of them were also assigned to a certain exercise called gratitude intervention, meaning to grow in appreciation, gratitude, while the others, the remaining half, continue to attend their normal therapy sessions without doing the gratitude exercises. And what they found out after doing this study for a while, that those who participated in the gratitude activities showed a profound improvement, a long-lasting improvement beyond any of those participants who simply went to regular counseling without that gratitude program. When appreciation is high, simcha is easier. Joy is easier. When appreciation is low, then resentment tends to take over, and you start looking for ways to avoid each other instead of ways to spend more time together. And this key of shrinking this joy gap in our marriage and to bring it close together, to connect to each other with simcha, with a joy, starts with appreciation. When appreciation is lacking, then that joy gap distances distance, and the default mode of that ends up being resentment. Now, the first thing you need to know about gratitude versus appreciation, you know, when and and the author here of this book talks about it that his mother did a good job to teach him to say please and to say thank you. So when he got married, he told his wife very often, thank you. However, he learned that there's a big difference between saying thank you and feeling appreciation. Now, of course, it's a good thing to say thank you. But just saying thank you and being in the habit of saying it 
you know, without much thought, only like it triggers, you know, you, someone, he did a favor for you, you say thank you. Your wife did something nice for you, you say thank you. That is a left brain task. Has, it doesn't really bind people together. The right brain experience is to connect with that thank you, a certain bond of simcha that comes with real hakara and emotion of expressing gratitude and feeling that gratitude and to dwell on that and to spend time on learning how to appreciate your wife uh, is much different experience than simply saying the words thank you. So, of course, thank you is a good habit to say, but the concept of triggering your right brain towards the emotional mode of appreciation builds a feeling of shared joy within. And even when it seems you are alone, and you feel a simcha, usually it's connected to an emotion that connects. He gives an example, which is a very good example. You know, sometimes you look at a sunset, or you sit by a park for a few minutes, and you see this beautiful scenery, and you let you take in that beauty, and you're experiencing a certain appreciation. You may feel like you're alone, but it's really a shared experience. It's activating the relational part of the brain. In many ways, it's sharing experience with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. You connect with, you, you look at the beautiful Bria, and you see how beautiful the sunset is, or how beautiful the breeze with the beautiful water, and the trees, and the animals you see, and the birds. And it creates a shared experience with the Bayre Eilam. And sometimes those experiences make you can feel connected to the people you love, and a desire to share those moments with them wishing they were there, or telling them about it. And that's why, not to get into social media, but the reason people put up pictures of whether it's food or nature or their own children is because they sense a certain joy when they share their experience with someone else. I guess that's the healthy aspect of of a social media type of thing, if there is any. But when I first started to be intentional about building the habit of appreciation, this author says, I struggled with anxiety. When you have anxiousness, when you have an inner anxiety, it's very hard to stay in appreciative mode and because you're anxious all the time. So the first thing you need to do, you know, what happens very often is, is that you just feel very anxious and that overrides feelings of Akara Satayv. And what this author did once, he was a big coffee drinker and loved coffee, took his coffee mug, prepared his favorite blend of coffee uh, with sugar or cream, whatever, coffee, whatever he does with the milk, and held the mug in his hands, breathed the aroma of the coffee, and just enjoyed the moment. Now, the left brain, which is a very logical part of the brain, pipes up and says, that's a stupid thing to do. What are you wasting time doing that? But on the right side of the brain, you realize, you take that time and you appreciate that that aspect. It wasn't normally a normal part of life. To, to learn to switch that and intentionally practice that, yes, I can enjoy the smell of coffee. I can enjoy watching a sunset. I could go to a park and just sit by the, by the water and the, and the beautiful scenery and enjoy. This shifts and creates, um, you know, aspects of that right brain that helps you grow with that appreciation. 
And that appreciation is the hidden ingredient. It's the secret ingredient that determines whether a marriage is strong or weak. And the key really is, is the Hakar mode. To practice on appreciation to one another. When you're not trained in your brain, you become very critical, easy to find fault in other people, especially in your own spouse. And when you learn how to practice that feeling and sharing appreciation as often as you can, you'll notice the benefits from the moment you wake up in the morning to the time you're ready to go to sleep. And you add adequate rest to it and a normal healthy diet and your life becomes very, very important. So some of these ways to be appreciated is not just to have it in your heart. We talked about this a lot, that when you have a karsatayv, even if you have it in your heart, you were successful with that. In your heart, you have a deep appreciation towards your wife or towards your husband, but you need to verbalize those qualities that you enjoy about your husband and about your wife, to verbalize it to yourself, to talk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu also, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, thank you HaKadosh Baruch Hu for giving me my husband, my wife and all, and thank you for having them be a shliach, to give me all those wonderful things that are given to me by him or by her. You verbalize those qualities and you enjoy that, and that creates an inner hakaras hatayv. And when it's the non-nida period, you hug, you cuddle, you kiss, like you really mean it, and with that, it's not just the sexual aspects of it, although that's also built into it, but with that true deep feeling of Akaras Atayv. Part of it is also to train yourself. Sometimes people by nature have a hard time smiling. They're very tense and they forget to smile or whatever it is. But to let yourself learn how to smile, to learn how to have your face light up that when you see your husband and wife come in, you practice this and you light up a smile and use your voice to convey how much you love your husband or your wife and use your words and your physical touch and everything you do together to express that akarasatoif. And one great way also to be marba in this mida of akarasatoif and appreciation, which enhances marriages, is to put it into writing. Some people love writing and it's easy to do. Some people are neutral about writing. It's also not too hard to do. People have difficulty writing. It still could die to give it a shot and try it. And to put things in writing, it slows you down. What happens is there's a lot also in your brain and you verbalize it. Verbalizing it is a great way also. But when you write it down in your quiet moment and you have a paper in front of you and you start writing down these qualities, it slows you down and allows you to focus on those reasons why you appreciate your husband or wife, why you feel it. And that's very, very important. It's interesting. I'll just put it out here. Uh, that the author, one of these authors, is a man, actually wrote a letter. His wife was out of town, and he found it hard to go to sleep. He decided to write her a letter, and he wrote some of the things he appreciated about her. I'm just going to quote word for word what his letter was. He wrote like this, I know I can be distant and make you feel unappreciated, and nearly, nearly every good thing in my life today has its roots in you. You are the adventurous one. You plan surprise birthday vacations for me. You make sure we had extended family trips in the mountains. You always find ways to make the home more beautiful. 
I tend to complain about the money and rob some of the joy by focusing on the cost. But as I sit here alone, missing you, I realize how much richness you add to my life. My best memories all involve you, your passion for life, and your willingness to spend something to make those memories have made our lives better. That's the letter he wrote. That letter helps you remember what to appreciate in your marriage. It also acknowledges when you were wrong about things. You know, I, I dwelt too much on money and worried about spending on these vacations. And now sitting back, looking backwards, I realize what a beautiful gift that was. And it was worth that money. And when you appreciate someone and you write it down and you dwell on that, it strengthens the bond between you. And I want to say something here. Now, it doesn't say here, I'm sure he gave this letter, it's published here, so obviously his wife knows about this letter. But even if before it's given to your wife or to your husband, the actual writing of it, and it really, really enhances that feeling of akarasatayv within you. Another way to write that writing can help in appreciating this is to make lists. By the way, I just, I did it for a while. I have a daughter that does it. And it's it's a very good thing that you buy a notebook that's maybe not the full-size page notebook. Maybe those notebooks, those mini notebooks that has, you know, 10, 12 small lines. You know, those pocket notebooks that you could put even in your pocket. So what you could do over there is is you every day take one page and list three things, good things that you have a karasatayv to. Four, Takadish Baruchu, thank you Hashem booklet. It really, really helps tremendously. And in this scenario here, you could do it with towards uh, writing towards the appreciation of your of your wife or your husband. And when you write these lists of top, for example, top five character qualities that you appreciate in your husband or wife or find a story or a life story that happened that acknowledges this and you write about it for example and also good memories to write about your vacation memories or your yamam taiva memories or memories of the early years when you were really you know in love with each other in a more you know feeling way Romantic memories, joyful parent memories, even how you shared mishpacha values and enjoyed your children together in various things. And, and you could fill up many, many memories with this. And you write it out, you give it titles, keep them handy, look it over. And this allows you to trigger your heart and your mind to remember what you appreciate. And it's a good idea to make these lists when you feel connected. And they're tools to really agree and help you connect very great, greatly in a great way. It also helps that if there are bumps in the road sometimes and you feel a little bit uh, you know, distant, you read this, it reignites. It brings a perspective when you get upset and you see to yourself, hey, you know, I may be upset right now, but I really, really, Baruch Hashem, have a good marriage, I have a good wife, a good husband, and that's a beautiful thing. He brings here an anecdote, one of the authors of this book, his wife, or her name happens to be Jen, whatever, we're going to call her Jen, but it's a very interesting story here. She had a personality where she was very active, she had a busy mind, and uh, 
if my wife's mind was a car, he said, it would be a Lamborghini or a Maricetti speeding along full throttle at high speeds. Her mind is remarkable in its proficiency and productivity, and I'm frequently amazed at the amount of work she can accomplish in a single day. But her racing thoughts in their usefulness nevertheless came with a cost. When it was time to unwind and slow down at the end of the day, her busy brain was no longer a blessing. Rather, it felt like a curse that robbed her of the much-needed rest that she truly needed. And that pattern led to exhaustion, depression, anxiety, and for the both of us, increased levels of tension. On an average, average night, while Jen and I were trying to fall asleep, I could almost hear her busy mind buzzing along. She would toss and turn trying to quiet the noise. Jen's body was exhausted, but her mind was speeding along, reviewing the day and planning the next day's schedule. Out of concern for my wife and partly out of selfish desperation on my own rest, since I was a light sleeper, I was highly motivated to help my wife enjoy some much-needed shut-eye, and what happened next would revolutionize our marriage. The skill of appreciation is one of the best brain habits we can use in our relationship. After studying the effects of appreciation and gratitude, I knew an increase in these things would help my wife's brain calm down. Little did I understand just how profoundly appreciation would increase our sleep and transform our interaction. And we tried this experiment called 3 times 3 times 3 and this is what they did. First, we take turns sharing three things from our day that we appreciated. This is at the end of the day when they're winding down or, or and then they're holding each other, let's say, you know, cuddling and, and doing this. Sharing three things from a day that we appreciate. Second, we express three qualities we appreciate about each other, including examples in these qualities in action. And finally, three qualities we appreciate about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, about God. And so examples would be like this. Appreciation about my day. I enjoyed my walk this afternoon. It felt so good to go to get outside and move around. The birds were singing. The breeze was was refreshing. That's an appreciation about your day. Then you have an appreciation about my spouse. I really appreciate your heart for hospitality and how you work to do chesed for other people and how you care about people in our life. Appreciation to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. I'm thankful for HaKadosh Baruch Hu's patience with me and, and how HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives me opportunities to grow and makes me feel loved. And the first night, we, meaning my, me and him and his wife, tried this exercise while snuggling in bed. The effects of this interaction was immediate and profound and surprised both of us. During this exercise, I could feel Jen's body begin to relax and her breathing slowed down. And by the end, both of us were smiling and feeling peaceful. This exercise took about 10 minutes to complete. Within another 10 minutes, Jen was fast asleep for the night, and this ended up being one of the best nights of sleep she had in a long time. For years, we had been using these, this exercise to close our day. Every time Jen falls asleep within minutes instead of hours. Don't simply take my word for the value of this exercise. Try it yourself and watch what happens. So then, and we're going to end this year shortly, is exercises which I will be nether uh, post that you could practice and should practice. And um, it's just very important to do. And he talks talks about that idea of those three times three times three things. Hakar Satayf about your day, about your spouse, about HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Highlights, again, on all of these aspects. 
discuss what you notice after practicing appreciation. You can do this in the Nida period as well. Again, Nida period, obviously, you have to be in separate beds and you have, you know, certain things, you know, whatever the halachas require. But the Hakara Satayv needs to be there during those two months. It's very, two weeks, I mean. It's very, very important. And to hold hands when it's the Torah period, sharing things together. This is a good, good practice. And it does unwind the brain. It slows it down and helps relaxing. Obviously, when it's a Torah period and you can do it by physically being connecting also, that's a beautiful thing. But I believe that even in the Nida period, when you talk in this way to each other, in a menschlicher calm, hakar satayvdika way of appreciation, it does help unwind, it helps you both relax, and it'll help you get the, the sleep that you truly, truly need, and the rest you truly need. And you feel good overall about everything. To write letters, of course, is a good idea. To write lists of hakar satayv is a good idea. And Bezos Hashem... Uh, this is a big, big, big concept in marriage. Very, very important. And it is not complicated. It really isn't complicated. And don't think along the lines that because you have so many things in your marriage that is complicated. So, you know, what's the point? This is a key. You, you, the things that are obvious and the simple concepts that will help universally. And this is one of them helps so much that even if there are more complex aspects, they become less complex. It says in Kaihelis, I'm not going to paraphrase it, is that Hashem made everything upright and we made all these calculations. I forgot the exact Lashon, but Elkim Isa does things be Yosher. I don't remember the exact Pasuk, but the idea behind it is, is that sometimes we complicate our own lives. Sometimes it is indeed complicated, but by using these simple, basic yesidas and going back to them, of expressing our type, feeling that joy, using that right part of the venom, not just brain, of not just saying thank you, but having, having it feel it and let, being part of your, your you actually creates a 180-degree turn to bring about beautiful, beautiful marriage, Be'ez Hashem, that I hope you all, Be'ez Hashem, will experience the Karav Mamash.